We all know addiction doesn't just kill the addict. It is a poison that slowly and cruelly drains the life from everyone close to that addict. On today's case, Mrs. Wilson says that every day she is forced to deal with her husband's addiction, a little piece of her dies. Now, after years of lies, betrayal, and inconsistencies, she says her marriage to Mr. Wilson is on life support. Can this marriage survive another hit, or will they have to pull the plug for good? Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Wilson versus Wilson. Thank you very much. Mrs. Wilson, you are here in court today because you say your marriage is hanging by a thread. You say your husband began revealing his true colors a few months after getting married, and you've finally seen enough. Yes, Your Honor. And, Mr. Wilson, you say your wife means everything to you and you want nothing more than to save your marriage. Yes, Your Honor. Let's get into this. I know that you've been together 12 years off and on. You've been married since 2020, and you have children together, one biological child, but you're raising a family together. At least you've been trying to do that. Ms. Wilson, tell us how we got here. Your Honor, first off, I want to say that I love my husband with every essence of my being. We have been together off and on for about 13 years now, and I'm still as in love with him as I was before. However, um, he does have an addiction that is heavily affecting me, our marriage, our relationship, Mm -hmm. our relationship with our children, and if we can't find some resolve, Your Honor, then I don't know where that leaves us. I like that you walked in here saying you love your husband, so we know we're looking to resolve a conflict. And, Mr. Wilson, you hear what your wife's saying. What say you? Your Honor, I love my wife. Um, I'm here today because I want my marriage to work. I want to show my wife that I not only care about our family, but her. And I want our marriage to be everything that I envisioned it the moment that I laid that ring on her finger. Well, since you all have put so much into this relationship, I'd really like to drill down on the change that you saw, Mrs. Wilson. And I think you say it started with just some strange behavior. Can you walk us through that? Yes, Your Honor. He was late picking me up one day. It's also something he never does. He's always waiting for me when it's time for me to get off. I get off at 3 o'clock. He's there at 2.47. So she had an expectation of a certain behavior... And when it's a little off, I can tell you right from experience, a woman goes, okay, now what's going on? Why did this change? Yes, Your Honor, he's always been consistent. He's a listener. He arrives on time. That's what he does. This particular time, he was late, and I knew something was up. Not only was he just late, he was like an hour late. So I'm calling him. I'm sending text messages. He did not answer. He pulls into the driveway like sideways. And I'm like, fool, what are you doing? This isn't you. It's not him. So, Mr. Wilson, what do you say to this late incident? I admit, I was late. Mm -hmm. Very. This was a situation I was not supposed to pick her up from work this day. That is not true. That day, it wasn't a day. What kept you from being late that day? I I did take some pills. I will admit that. But that's not the reason... That is absolutely the reason why he was late. I think what your wife is doing is pointing out inconsistent behaviors because of the man you had been... And it was inconsistent with the man you were being. Mrs. Wilson, am I interpreting that correctly? Yes, Your Honor. I have to imagine at some point you confronted him about this. Yes, Your Honor, I did. I'd had a death in my family shortly after we got married. And I believe that that was substance abuse related. 
and it hit me hard. I haven't lost many people. He knows that. Um, I also have a history of substance abuse in my family. Okay. I have missed many Christmases, birthdays, holidays with my mother because of her substance abuse. And it, it, it scarred me for life. It has affected me, who I am as an individual, um, at who I am as a mother. But I confronted him. And, but that um, was because I was uncomfortable talking. And that's understandable. He was honest about it. However, had he been honest from the beginning, he knew that that was not something that I, I would have gone into. I would not have married him, would I was not marry him if I had known. I talking about it. This was the very first time I even opened up was it, to was myself. Dur was right after this death. That ended up being the catalyst for you all to have a very Your Honor, candid... it was weeks after we were married. So, Mr. Wilson, why don't you take me back? When did you start using drugs to a point where you knew that you didn't need them for any ailment? I uh, worked on a roof doing industrial roofing. And this particular day, it was about 107 degrees outside, steaming hot. I climbed up the ladder, as usual, and I woke up in the hospital. Oh, uh, so you had an accident on the job. I fainted. I had a heat stroke, and I fell off a ladder, and I hurt my back. I fractured my vertebrae mm -hmm. in my back and was on pain medicine for six months. And after that six-month period, I got taken off of the pain meds, and I started physically getting sick. Withdrawing? And yes. I didn't know what it was then. That's because you were, had become dependent on the pain medication. Your doctor should have been weaning you off the pain medication rather than just giving you the same medicine over and over so that when you abruptly stop that medicine, your body is saying, wait, what the heck just happened to me? And that's what happened. Your Honor, but he hid um, this from me. And I'm, we're going to get to that because, Ms. Wilson, you were 100% correct. But I get the feeling that was embarrassing to your husband and the last thing he wanted to do was after waiting all that time to finally decide that y'all were going to do the darn thing. To spring this on her and say... Now, I don't even know y'all from a can of paint, but I figured that out already. Just because of the way you both started with, we love each other. So I can imagine that Mr. Wilson walked in there and said, I don't know how to tell her this. Absolutely. But Mr. Wilson, by the same token, you owed her that. Absolutely. And I agree with that. 150-fold. Like, in hindsight, it's 2020. And dealing with the situation and going through it, this woman, I'm Superman to her and my children, and I try to be at all times, but I'm, I'm, I'm human. And exposing that flaw to her was difficult, and I, I should have. Like, and I apologize for not. I have ring cameras at, at my house. He and this guy walked into the driveway. I'm almost for sure that this has something to do with drugs. He comes back inside. I'm like, what is that about? Oh, that's someone that wants to mate with our dog. Mr. Wilson, was Man. that a low-key drug deal? You also knew because you had had such a long-standing relationship with now Mrs. Wilson, you knew the trauma that she had gone through. I did. As it related to drugs. Yes, Your Honor. And you also knew that the last thing she wanted or needed in her life was somebody that was going to take her through that additional trauma. Miss Wilson, why don't you fill in the blank at that point? So from there, Your Honor, I dealt with the lies, the manipulation, but he was trying to be honest, I suppose. Um, it was actually his idea that we start drug testing him. If I get a notion that he may be high or under the influence, I can drug test him no matter what, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I have it. to imagine this meant you stopped trusting him. I did. 
Completely, Your Honor. Now, because I don't trust him, I constantly track his phone. And there's been times where I've known he's been somewhere where drug activity is. So what are you there for in the middle of the day? And Mr. Wilson, what do you say to that? Did you agree to the tracking? Oh, uh, yes. It was, it was my idea. Your Honor, there was a point in time I have ring cameras at, at my house. Our doorbell rang and he went outside. He and this guy walked into the driveway, okay? I never met this man before in my entire life. He comes back in. I'm trying to hear it. I'm almost for sure that this has something to do with drugs. They're close in contact. I can't hear him. He knows I'm listening. He comes back inside. I'm like, what is that about? Oh, that's someone that wants to mate with our dog. But you thought it was a low-key drug first deal. Absolutely. Our dog hasn't even gone through her first heat yet. She's not mating nobody no time soon. So... Mr. Wilson, was that a low-key drug deal? No, ma'am, it it wasn't. And see, the thing that happens with my wife is she jumps to conclusions because she... Is that man involved in drug anything? Because he looked pretty shady. This is where our children live, our home. Right, nor would I bring someone to our house about drugs or anything of that nature for that matter. Mr. Wilson, how do we know? That I won't do that? Mm -hmm. Because it's never happened. That is not true. There's a family so, member of mine that he has gotten drugs from before in my so, driveway. I yeah. can hear him saying, tell her that I got $25 in weed if she asks. Why do you need a side story if what you're doing is legit? This is where communication comes into place. We don't because, communicate. Because you don't listen. Now... Touche. Touche. If she would have asked me why she heard what she heard, in actuality... I spent $50 in grass and didn't want her to know that I bought that much weed. But I've always told her, I know I broke the trust, but give me the opportunity to show and prove. But you know my family history. You would allow a family member of mine to create that demise. You're messing up two relationships, our relationship and the relationship with that family member. I understand your family history, but everyone is the center of their own universe. Like, I try to make my wife happy. Happy wife, happy life. Everything isn't about her. Like, this is an addiction. And, like, I'm dealing with it. I'm fighting it daily. And there, therein is the issue. Because we can go around and around and around. And I don't know if these are junkie shenanigans or not. Mm. All I know is if you have already said that you had an addiction, how are you fighting it, dealing with it, and trying to move through it? What are you doing right now? practicing abstinence from But if you're pills. smoking weed, you're still using. I've been sober for three months. I have not touched a pill in any shape, form, or fashion. But you're using marijuana? Yes, ma'am, I do smoke. A lot, lately. Um, weed is legal. I'm not the... talking about what's legal. Alcohol is legal also. Yes, ma'am. Um, but if you overindulge in alcohol, you become an alcoholic. Yes, and ma'am. And that's just as much an addiction. Okay? Yes, ma'am. So anything taken to the extreme is not good. It can become an addiction. Yes, ma'am. Tell me the truth, sir. Have you ever bought drugs illegally? Yes, ma'am. You know you can overdose, right? Yes, ma'am. How does Mrs. Wilson explain daddy's dead to your children? She doesn't. She can't, man. Because that's coming. If you tell me your family's worth saving, you got to live in the truth, sir. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com.
Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Have you sought third-party help with this addiction? Not really, no, ma'am. It's either a yes, I have, or no, I have not. I have and didn't follow through with it. There you go. Because I'm going back to what Mrs. Wilson started this conversation with. She told me that you used to be very consistent. You used to be very reliable. I have to imagine you used to be pretty straightforward. Yes, ma'am. Um, him and Han and trying to explain what had happened was, that's not consistent with the man that she is describing for me. Yes, ma'am. A true addiction happens a lot when people start off on medically necessary pain pills and then they're taken to the extreme. It allows you to escape whatever reality you're dealing with. So what that usually means is it requires some therapy to get to the root cause of one why you need to escape. Yes, ma'am. But before you can do that, your body has to be detoxed. And that's when the really hard work comes in on what were you medicating for. Mrs. Wilson, have you all had this discussion? Yes, Your Honor, we have, multiple times. And if he doesn't get help, I, there's nothing left I could do. I have, to, I have to worry about my children. I have to protect my children. Like, I don't want my children to be affected the way that I was. Mr. Wilson, do you hear what she just said? I hear what she says. I am a great father. Tell me the truth, sir. Have you ever bought drugs illegally? Like, yes, ma'am. And do you know where those drugs come from or where they're manufactured? No, ma'am. Nobody does. No, ma'am. You know you can overdose, right? Yes, ma'am. And all that bragging about being a great father? How does Mrs. Wilson explain daddy's dead to your children? She doesn't. She can't. I mean... Because mm. that's coming. I want you to know that it's not a maybe. It's coming. Thank you. So, yes, I get to do the tough love right now because if you tell me your family's worth saving, you got to live in the truth, sir. When you're under the influence, you're not using good judgment. You might let somebody know where your family lives. It might not be intentional. It probably wouldn't be intentional. But anytime you buy illegal drugs from drug dealers, no matter who they are, they could be your cousin, your homeboy, somebody you played sports with. But if they're a drug dealer, they already don't care. And all them ring cameras, they can't protect your family. Super dad. They can't protect your family. So you are bringing that into your house. You may not be bringing the drug dealer into the driveway. I'll take you at your word if you say there were explanation. But you bringing drugs into your home. You showing your children that this is what is acceptable. And I know it's not acceptable to you. No, ma'am, it's not. No. I can offer you some assistance, but this woman, she's gonna have to find it in her to be that tough and place your children above your needs and protect them. So they don't have to put cameras and tracking devices on the person they love another generation. This is generational right here. I am seeing Sin Wilson because of her experience with what she saw. That's why she's doing what she's doing. 
You want your children to do the same thing. Absolutely Don't not. you want them to come to relationships with trust? Yes, ma'am. They can't do it if that's not what is learned. And Mrs. Wilson can't live like this. That's Nor not fair I to her. her to. You said you love this woman. I do. You have to get real help. I gladly will accept it. Would you be willing to go into rehabilitation if we can put you in touch with a program locally near your community? Yes, ma'am. Mrs. Wilson, would that help your family? Yes, Your Honor. Well, the Victory Treatment Program is right there in your community in Knoxville. And we have reached out to them, and we want to get you the help you need. But that being said, you have to make that commitment. So yes, the first thing they're going to do is drug test you. That's fine. Are you going to pass? Yes, ma'am. No, marijuana. And you're going to have to make a commitment that drugs are in your past. Yes, ma'am. And they're going to help you with that. Because detox is the first step, and then the treatment plan is the next, and then you've got to do the hard work afterwards. Can you do that? Yes, ma'am. You need to promise your wife what your plan is. I can only make the offer. I can't make the promises. That's what you have to do. I've heard you throughout this ordeal. Watching you go through the emotions that you're going through, what you're saying, what you're saying about our children and me not, protecting them and you. Like, love, I'll do everything that needs to be done so that you see who I am and what I'm willing to do because I love you and our family. And I apologize sincerely. And I hope you forgive me. Thank you. <clears throat> Mrs. Wilson, tough love is he's got to do these steps on his own in the beginning. Yes. You can't be his backup plan. He's got to come to you as a whole human being. You know that person that although it was off and on, you still was able to depend on? He's got to yes. come back to that person. And before you say, I got my husband back, make sure he's the husband that he promised to be. Can you promise me that? Yes, Your Honor. I'm glad that she offered the help that she offered. Me too. Come on. And um, like, I promise that I'm going to do what I need to do for our family. I love you. I love you too. This is a family that I am really pulling for, but addiction is devastating families across our country. He gets into an accident, you know, unfortunately, and payments. I love that they both just, for the first time, had a real conversation about what their future looks like. Right, I mean, they definitely love each other. They definitely want it to work. And I'm glad you, you know, were able to help them. And he's got to take all those first steps, and she can't be a backup plan. You may love a person, but when it goes too far, you still have to hold your ground. And I think she will. 